Happy Monday and welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? Before I start this episode, I just want to share my absolute gratitude uh, for you guys coming back every single week and listening and learning from me. It means so much to me and it really doesn't go unnoticed. I see all of you. So yeah, I've had some really beautiful messages recently about the podcast and my content and I really do appreciate the feedback. You know, I'm glad to know that it's having a really positive impact on your life. It just means that I'm doing my job and I'm doing it well. So yeah, I'm a very happy bean. I hope you've had a lovely September so far. Um, updates from me, honestly, I've been so good. I've just had to manage my time differently, you know, to organize and create my own work schedule this month. It's been such a different world for me right now. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, it has been a challenge to manage my time. I honestly do not understand how we are meant to maintain our work life, home life and social life. It's ridiculous. It's just you know, one has to kind of suffer, but it's not an excuse. I'm just choosing at the moment what I put my time into. And like everyone, you know, we all have our own tiny cup, which we get to choose, you know, what we pour our cup into every day. And right now, I want to focus pouring mine more into Outzilla. And it won't always be like this, but for the time now, it is. And my friends have been extremely understanding and have been giving me the space that I need to home in on what I'm trying to achieve. So yeah, I have also had my fair share of uh, you're never free guilt tripping. Uh, So that's kind of what I've been facing so far. And speaking of, I don't have time. I wanted to focus today's episode on mobile phone and social media addiction. This is such a kind of spoken about topic, but not spoken enough about. And I know that all of us have suffered with being addicted to our mobile phones. And I'm truly excited to cover this for today's episode. I'm going to deep dive into why mobile phones are so addictive and how we can learn to use it wisely rather than getting stuck and sucked into it. So without further ado, let's begin. Welcome to Your Life Unleashed podcast with me, your host, Clarice Harrison. This podcast is to help you make your one-time offer of a life worth living for. Join me for all things mindset and life transformation, where your dreams finally become your reality. Let's unleash your life. So have you ever found yourself scrolling through social media until realising it's been four solid hours straight and you've been sucked into the wormhole. Yep, and I'm here to tell you it's not your fault, okay? This is the reason why social media is so addictive. It began with Mark Zuckerberg, which you might have heard of, is the creator and founder of Facebook. He wanted you to stay hooked on his website at the time uh, because the more time you're on his website the more he's making money, okay? But how have they made it so addictive? So this is just a prime example. When Mark created Facebook, his notification colour was originally blue. And when they researched into it, they noticed it wasn't keeping people's attention. So what they did is they studied the art of slot machines, which are based in casinos, and realised that slot machines mainly use the colour red. 
Now, the colour red stands for things like high alert, high attention, warning signs, and are highly more noticed in getting a response. So what they did is they changed the notification colours to red instead of blue. And they quickly learned that it had a higher success rate. People were, you know, checking their notifications more often, which meant means more screen time and more consumption and usage of the website. Now, this is crazy. Okay, so social media releases a chemical in our brains called dopamine. Now, dopamine is released when we eat delicious foods or we have sex or we take really addictive drugs. And social media mimics connection, okay? So that when we receive connection, things like likes or comments, we get a release of dopamine. Now, it doesn't make these companies evil. It's just they did not think to mention in their campaigns uh, before you downloaded their apps, just a heads up, we're super addictive and we studied the art of casinos. <laughs> um, I do truly believe that social media can be quite an amazing tool you know it allows you to be connected to people all over the world it does truly make our lives easier you know things like next day delivery or staying in contact with nana if she's in another country but that's only if it's used wisely and you know it's been recorded that everyone now has an attention span of roughly three seconds when scrolling through or consuming content so when you're scrolling you'll notice your thumb will it'll be a roughly about a three second gap now it never used to be like that and honestly if you think about it when you scroll and you get caught into the loop of social media how crazy it is that one second you're watching an emotional cancer survivor which has you crying and wondering about life straight to the next video of a oh that's such a cute kitten and then to the next one which is a comedy sketch that has you laughing I honestly don't believe our brains are programmed to handle that much of a switch within our motions so freaking quickly and it's quite mad if you think about it you know, social media also has a huge factor of self-comparison. So from body image and the pressure of having your life figured out because everyone else's highlight reel shows you that you're being left behind and you're lacking within yourself. Remember that comparison is quite literally the thief of joy and literally is the most wasted thing you ever spend your time doing. Um, it comes down to what we are consuming okay, who are you watching? Who is coming up in your social feed? What are you listening to? What are you dedicating your time to? Who makes you feel good when you watch their content? And who makes you feel pretty shit afterwards, okay? Over time, you will follow certain people. You might have followed them a week ago, a month ago, maybe a year ago, but you've never checked in with yourself to see if that person makes you feel good when it comes to consuming their content or their social media page. So I want you to imagine you have been given a plate and this plate is full of your screen time and who you follow on social media, okay? You consume whatever is on that plate on a daily basis. So it is up to you to make it more manageable so it is a happier place when you visit or you consciously want to go on social media, 
Okay, you need to recognize who is making you feel good and expansive and who is making you feel like shit. And when you're aware of this, I want you to go through your following feed and I want you to choose who you want to continue to watch and who you are choosing to unfollow. Now, the benefits of this is that when you next log into social media, you'll be shown with all the people who light you up rather than the people that bring you down. And this will make it a much happier place and tool to use. So it's kind of noticing who's your inspiration and who's the ones that's draining your energy. Now, just because you unfollow someone doesn't mean they're a bad or negative person. You know, it just means that you don't need to consume their content. You can still like that person, but you don't have to follow them. You're not set in your ways to follow them forever. I have unfollowed many people on my account in my time, not because they weren't good for me or they weren't good people, but because I just didn't relate to their content anymore or I just I just didn't feel good and I would compare myself to them instead. And I took that away so that I could focus on my own journey and my own life. For example, I unfollowed a lot of people who have had babies. It's something I don't personally feel connected to right now and I don't really want to feel pressured into having them. So I have chosen that I'll go back if I choose to have children someday. Doesn't mean that these people are toxic, okay? It's just, it just helps with my consumption. And another thing I want to highlight is do not worry if you unfollow someone and that person calls you out on it. Just because you unfollow someone doesn't mean you're not friends with them. It's just you're choosing not to consume their content. I honestly used to hate it when I had Facebook. The pressure to make everyone your friend, you know, just so you wouldn't offend anyone. I used to get so worried. Um, And we don't have to worry about that anymore because there's a mute feature that you can still follow someone but mute their stories and posts, which is a really healthy way to maintain the feed that you really want. So what can you do to help yourself not feeling like your phone owns you? So my first piece of advice would be leave the house without it. Yep, no, I'm not. I'm seriously, I'm not joking. You'll feel a bit naked and worried without it and that's normal, but it's so nice to get some space away from it. I have been on many walks without my phone and it just allows me to not be tempted to check it, be present, you know, I really do challenge you next time that you go out, leave it at home. Just see what happens. Do it once, see how you feel, check in with yourself. Yeah, and see see what kind of benefits it comes with you. My next thing is that have you ever checked your screen time? Most phones allow you now to check how long on a daily basis you use your phone and which apps you use the most. And I remember... When I was teaching, I asked the students to share their screen time with the class and it was so mental how long these kids were on their phones for. I had ones that were like eight hours, 10 hours, even 16 hours. Like you only get 24 hours of the day. How the hell are you on it for 16 hours? Like you're obviously not getting any sleep. It's mad. So you know, to take the will on this is to choose how long you want to spend on social media. For example, I wanted to spend less time on a certain app 
and you're able to set a timer with how long you're allowed and allocated on that app. So you choose to set a limit and when your time is up, it doesn't allow you to log back into the app until the next day. So this allows you to become more in control of your usage. It's really hard though, because if you know your password, you can just quite literally log in and change the time. I'm guilty of doing this myself and to make myself accountable, I got my husband to create the passcode for me so that I couldn't log back in. I didn't know what it was. Just make sure if you do this, uh, make sure it's written down somewhere. Uh, Phil actually forgot the passcode and I couldn't log back in. It was kind of a tad of a nightmare. So <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Um, another thing you can do as well is have a social media break. I know so many people who have done this and the benefits have been huge. Um, I actually have done this myself. I tried it over lockdown because I was just glued to my phone just to help pass the time. And I started to notice that I was grinding my teeth whilst being on it for too long. Um, yeah, my, I was like locking down on my jaw and grinding my teeth at night. Yeah, not an ideal situation. So I said to everyone, look, I'm coming off for the month. I will be back. You know, don't, oh God, just don't disappear without like telling them that you're doing this. Otherwise you're just dropping off the face of the earth and it's just going to cause people to worry. So make sure you communicate that this is something you're going to do. Um, I deleted all my social media apps apart from WhatsApp, just so I could stay connected with my friends. And what I found is that when I did this, I would pick up my phone and I would automatically try and click the app where it previously was. I literally didn't even realise I was doing it. The app wasn't even there and I was trying to click it to get onto it unconsciously. And without the social apps, I realised I didn't need to be on my phone anymore. I would pick up my phone, go and try and get on the apps and realise they weren't there and then realised, oh, I don't need to be on my phone right now, you know, unless I wanted to check in with a friend. And what happened is I reached my month break without it and I actually extended it by not using it for over three months. It was honestly the best good break that I needed and I'm so grateful that I extended my breaks. The benefits were just so good. And what I noticed is my friends were no longer seeing what I was up to online. So they actually made a more of an effort to check in with me instead, which if you think about it, made me more connected to them. They wanted to know how I was, you know, compared to seeing what I was up to every day. They didn't have to ask me, you know, I lost connection with them because they already knew what I'd done or what I've been up to. I really did used to be addicted to social media and now I'm the woman who tells people to come off their phones in social situations. You know, we're actually here to connect. You know, I will put my phone away because I'm there to socialise with them instead of scrolling and ignoring the people I've chosen to be with. Oh my God, there was one point as well. I was even tempted to purchase my own mobile phone box. So what happens is people come to visit you, but they have to put their mobile phone devices in the box, which locks up for the whole evening. So no one has their phones on them. And I'll be honest, I didn't go ahead with it because I thought it was a bit much in the end. But if I ever chose to have like my own family, I probably would consider doing this because I feel like mobile phones are going to be so much more addictive in the future. And we might actually have to resort to that uh, to stay connected, you know, kind of like a mobile phone treasure chest in some way, which I think is hilarious. 
we forget spending time on our screens means that you aren't putting attention into other things or other people. Um, it's quite devastating. I've seen pictures of couples, you know, not talking to each other before bed because they're just both in the bed on their phones switched on and the point of view of like a toddler looking at their mum just sat on the phone all the time and the most depressing one as well is because I own a dog is the dog wants to spend time with you and see you but you're switched on to your phone and it's it's really sad you know you put your time and your life into screens and it has to be a priority for you to manage it better and spend your time wisely so you can actually start doing the things you really love doing. Now, the biggest question is, how can we get out of the addictive loop? That's where it's really the hardest part, right? You know, where you'll mindlessly be scrolling before you spend hours of your time and realise it's too late. What you need to know is that it's an unconscious habit, which is extremely hard to recognise. You have trained your brain to do it, which means you have to untrain your mind to get out of it, okay? The only thing so far that is proven to improve your focus, your attention span, to become conscious and return to the present moment is through meditation. As you know, I've been meditating for over five years now and I can easily use social media and leave it when it suits me best. I find it easier to pull myself out of the loop really quickly when I realise I'm spiralling down the rabbit hole. And I'll be real with you, I never used to be like that but it's definitely been a practice for myself over the years. If you haven't already, you can download a free meditation audio which has been made by me. Try it out for yourself. It's a recorded meditation. I've had lots of positive feedback about it and how people feel so much better afterwards. This episode has been so wild. Oh my God, so many elements to social media addiction. And if you loved this episode, do not forget to leave me a beautiful review and come and say hi. I love hearing from you guys. Don't forget to share this episode onto your social media stories so we can reach and help more people. And until then, I will speak to you next Monday. Bye. Bye.